Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. everyone. Welcome back to the episode called What Would Kim Do? And this is where I read different scenarios, challenges, dating blunders, and really any problem that you all might need solving. And I will tell you exactly what I would do to help you through it. So here's the thing I want to announce. It's really exciting. If you want to take action to get your sexy on and you're a woman and you live in New York, this is your last chance to get your tickets to my exclusive Flirt Academy November 5th. There are only a few tickets left. This is a two-hour workshop where I will teach you my magic formula to flirt and embody your femininity. Hey, and it's super fun, interactive. You might even meet some fabulous single women along the way. So why not come? I would love to meet you. You can grab them here in the show description too. All right. Well, let's get to the show. So the first question is from Lisa. And she says, personally, I'd like to be more confident in myself and alleviate dating anxiety. I often get the feeling that I'm not good enough when dating someone I perceive to be out of my league. I also have a really hard time finding someone who accepts every part of me, good and bad. I really would like to love myself for who I am, regardless of what men think, but it's so hard. Oh, Lisa. Okay. Well, first of all, I think you hit upon the main thing here, and that is about self-love. It's hard to demand a man to accept you when you're not accepting yourself. And the fact that you have a category that you've considered, quote unquote, out of your league is something to really pay attention to. I mean, what do you consider out of your league? Is it his looks? Is it the amount of money he makes? Is it his education, his confidence? I mean, what is it? Break it down. And then I want you to rate it from one to 10 where you think he is in these categories. Then. I want you to do the same thing about you, like where you're at. Here's the thing. The answers lie within you and how you rate yourself, and that is where you need to work. So for instance, if you think he's a 10 looks-wise and you give yourself a 2, then what can you do to feel like a 10? Now, I will say, if you come do a makeover with me and a photo shoot, I will show you how, but regardless of that, you can start with a few simple tips by, you know, you can download my body type guide and see what clothes fit you. You can get a red lipstick. You can do all kinds of things just to see how you see yourself. Because remember, what you put out is what you get back. Saying in the mirror that you love yourself isn't enough right? You have to do things to help you see that, to give yourself evidence of that. And in which, in essence, it's going to build your confidence. And the more you see all that you are, then you will be more comfortable with attracting that quote unquote, higher caliber of partner that you are so fearful of. All right. So I hope that helped you, Lisa. All right. Here's a second question. I am a semi-retired engineer and comfortable with my financial goals. My primary relationship goal is to meet women 
who wants a long-term partnership. I, however, realize this is something that may stretch across a few timelines. Therefore, during the unfolding of this process, I want to date ladies who are emotionally open and who are also emotionally mature. In this vein, one of my goals is to only date ladies who are very close to my age of 65. And yes, I also want to enjoy myself when I'm on a date, and I equally want the pleasure of seeing my date having a good time. Now, I'll admit that I'm slow to warm up because I'm a bit shy, but once you get me going, watch out. I just think women misunderstand me. How can I meet emotionally available and open women? Oh, well, you're adorable for wanting all of that. Um, I have one big question for you. And you didn't say your name, so I don't know what your name is. But how open and emotionally available are you? Because you've indicated quite a bit that you, you know, what you want. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, women who are fun and open, emotionally open, all that stuff. And it's usually when you want something so strongly it means that you haven't experienced it. Here's what I know. I work with a lot of left brain people like yourself. And I say that because a lot of people who are engineers, accountants, techies, they tend to be very analytical in nature and they get in their heads a lot. So I wonder, is that you? And do you tend to hold conversations in ways of topics and facts? Do you lead with your intellect? And if the answer is yes, then it's no wonder you're attracting maybe some dry conversations, closed off, unavailable women, or at least you're not encountering that openness because guess what? You're not leading with that. You know, you see there's a theme here. What you put out is what you get back, but maybe you're not aware of that. So instead, I want you to try being more playful and personal in conversation. And now this may be totally foreign to you. You may be, you said you're slow to warm up. So there might be some exercises that you could do before you go to a social event, before you go on a date that helps you get more in your play. Maybe it's watching a funny movie. Maybe it's, you know, doing things that are more in your body. I highly recommend improv for you left brain people out there. It really will help you get out of your head. You know, and also the fact that you keep getting misunderstood may mean you need to work on your first impressions. So I don't know what you look like, but I would love to do, you know, kind of a close audit. You know, what, what's going on with your wardrobe, your appearance, your mannerisms, your attitude, your comfort in your body. By breaking some of those barriers and letting your guard down, not only will you feel the women be more open to you, but you will find more women to talk to. And, you know, if, if you find that people ha- are, like have that wrong impression of you, and maybe there's some people in your life that you can even ask close friends, family, or maybe women that you're friends with, ask them, you know, what kind of impression do I give? Because when you get an objective opinion, it might surprise you some of the answers that you might get. And from there, you can see what you can do. All right. I hope that helped. All right. The next question Okay. She says, the biggest obstacle that is preventing me from meeting someone in my life is dot, 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 me. (laughs) I I love that you own that. Seriously, I am 58 years old and I don't know how to date at my age. 
In my late 20s, I became quite ill and spent the next 25 years fighting for my life. Now that I feel good and coming out of the fog, it looks like a whole new world out there. I'm like, how do I do dating now? I also want to learn to appreciate and love myself and my body. Oh, wow. Well, I, first of all, I'm so sorry you went through whatever you went through. You know, it sounded like a long illness and that must've been really hard and weird coming out of it. And then now you're plopped into this new world after so much time has gone on. It's almost like I feel you were in a time capsule, right? Like you were kind of orbiting and then now you're, you're ready. You're on this new planet. I'm not sure what you went through, but spending that much time away, whatever your circumstances have been, is challenging, but it can also be somewhat exciting if you think about it. If you think about the new world as something that you can explore, right? It's almost like exploring a new land and there's something, you know, kind of refreshing and exciting about that. You can, in essence, be like a kid in the candy store, eager to taste all the new candies and all this new world has to offer. And that freshness, the attitude that you'll have, I actually think will be quite attractive to a man. Um, So in other words here, instead of thinking, and this is a perspective thing and a mindset, Instead of thinking of it as daunting and scary, give it a perspective that will be fun and exciting. You know, even if you think of yourself as a kid, I think that would help. Don't worry about doing the dating thing right. Just get out there. Get educated. Know what apps and dating sites are out there. You probably don't even know what's out there. You probably never even heard of Bumble, (laughs) right? So just get some basic knowledge. Talk with some friends. Get social. Join clubs, activities, attend events, and get that social muscle going again. And then, of course, hire me so that I can help you navigate it all. (laughs) And then away we go. Now, but in short of that, really the name of the game is just getting that practice and getting out there and not worrying or putting too much expectations around the word dating. I think first and foremost, you build that social muscle and from there you kind of move on. So I hope that helped and I wish you luck. All right. Next question. I really want to improve my relationships overall, especially at work. I often feel misunderstood, and I realize that I tend to withdraw from people in fear of being rejected. This has impacted my friendships, too, and I want to change it. What are some tips to improve my social confidence? Oh, ouch. That, I mean, that really sounds painful, especially if this has been you your whole life, not knowing how to put yourself out there so that you're understood, seen, and heard. But I wonder that even if you did have the tools right now to be seen, how comfortable would you be with that? I mean, I remember, and I'm just going back, you know, right after the divorce, and you all know my story by now, when I had that red dress moment, when I put on that red dress and I walked out into the world, I was like, oh, great, I have a tool. I have something that, you know, people will notice me. But in the beginning, I was uncomfortable. So I really had to kind of force myself and keep going and doing it until I was more confident with that. You know, I often find that if you've never had attention, it can be quite daunting and uncomfortable. So first you got to ask yourself that, right? What about being seen is hard for you? What do you fear? Then you have to look in the mirror and really like what you see. I mean, really like it. How is your image? What do you love about yourself? 
Um, I do these image exercises with people so they get really comfortable with themselves. And I can even share with you right now. One thing I do is I have people take a ton of pictures of themselves in different outfits. And then you create a Pinterest board and you could even do a secret board where no one else sees it. Uh, And then you start pinning all of the pictures that you like on that platform so that you can really start seeing yourself outside of the mirror. There's something really powerful about pictures. I talk about that a lot, but you know, I think what happens when we look in the mirror, there's a lot of body dysmorphia, things that we see in the mirror aren't often accurate, to be honest. So those pictures really make a difference. You know, when I do these virtual makeovers, that's what I have people do. I will not do a virtual makeover unless people upload three to five pictures of themselves. Because once they see themselves in the clothes, then they get why things aren't working. (laughs) So to that point, you can also see what does work and you can really start owning your beauty and your body. So then you take notice, what do you like? What are your favorite, you know, pictures? Why? What are the colors? What, you know, what story do these pictures tell? Now, beyond how you look, then think about what you love about yourself as a person on the inside, your personality, your talents, what you offer in a friendship with coworkers, with partners. I find the thing that holds people back is not feeling like they have worth. So you walk into a room and you're in your head and you're thinking, am I good enough in some essence? But if you walked into a room with a queen bee attitude, knowing that you're worth everything and all the talents and strengths you have, you know, that's different. So there also might be some fears around rejection and failure and all that. And I've done podcasts on that. So I encourage you to listen to those. Finally, practicing interacting with people and starting with a smile. That's the name of the game. So, you know, you start from the inside, then you really embrace all you are in the, you know, I'm sorry, you start from the outside, then you go inward, you go inside, see all your personality traits, then you start practicing it out in the streets, you know, work with your body language, see if you can create more openness with your eye contact you know, are you standing straight, relaxing your body, slow down, start engaging in small conversations about how people's day are going and share little stories about what happened to you that day and see how people open up to you. And then from there, it would probably take more individual coaching or, or work to take it to that next level where you're really feeling connected in your conversations and social interactions, but most of all, feeling comfortable with you. All right. We have the last question. She says, hi, Kim. I'm 32 years old. And I think one of my fears is that now is not the quote unquote right time to try dating because I still need to figure out my own crap. And I want to be able to have the freedom to leave whenever and go do whatever. I know that just trying to date and not have attachment would be good for me. But with my anxious attachment style, that idea is really hard. I am a rock awesome single person and don't really know that it will be ever anything different. So why bother dating? Oh, gosh. Well, I totally get where you're at. I mean, if you actually read this back to yourself, 
you would see that you are in a total tug of war with yourself and the fear is paralyzing you. I mean, I love that phrase. You said, I'm a rock awesome single person because why you know how to do that. That's where your confidence lives. So you're fearful of what it would be like if you start dating and I'm not sure what, you know, where things are at with your fear of rejection and all of that stuff, but of course it's easier not to date because that is where your confidence lives is just being single, but no one changes by doing what they're comfortable with. You know, I say this all the time, the discomfort is where change lives. So learning to date is working on yourself. When I work with people like you, we tackle this from many angles, but you need to really ask yourself a different question. Instead of saying, why bother dating? Ask yourself, do you want something different for your life? Are you happy? You're young and it's the perfect time to get a handle on this, right? It's a perfect time to get a handle on your life now. Think of how you your life is going to be different from here on out. I mean, how much time have you wasted already? Think of yourself in 10 years from now. How would it be for you to be alone or in a detached relationship? I worked with a woman in her 60s and she, you know, and she said to me after we coached together and she had tremendous success with it, Kim, if I only knew back in my 40s what you're teaching me now, how different my life would have been. Here's the thing about fear. It's that the brain comes up with excuses to protect it from getting hurt or rejected. The truth is, and this is for you listening, there never really is a quote unquote right time to start working on this stuff because the minute you start taking action, you will start feeling it's the right time. You just have to decide on how much time you want to waste until you're ready. All right. Well, I hope that was inspiring. I kicked you in the butt a little bit. (laughs) And as always, thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Make sure you go to my site, seltzerstyle.com. And if you listen to some of these questions and they resonate with you, or you have more questions and you're ready to get a handle on this, Hop on a call with me by clicking on the link you see here in the show description along with the Flirt Academy in New York and stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.